Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode one of The Double Down, a show about sports, life, and everything nice. I'll be your host today. My name's Chris, and uh, my co-host today is Todd, and I'm going to go ahead and let him introduce himself. Thanks for the intro. Yeah, my name's Todd. Uh, just your average sports fan. I just got a different take. Uh, like I said, it's going to be the double down. We're going to be covering topics, you know, that have already been covered by multiple sports outlets. We're just going to give you a kind of a different view, uh, more of an average take, not so much, you know, the professional sports caster, uh, it'll be your average Joe kind of stuff here. Which, as far as I'm concerned, is kind of important. Anybody can watch ESPN, Fox Sports, you know, listen to talk radio, and, not saying that those shows aren't any good. They are. Yeah. But there's something about two guys just talking about sports like they were sitting in a sports bar. Of course. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. It brings a different element, you know, especially, you know, like those days when you're just chilling with some friends, having a couple beers, and somebody brings up the topic about so-and-so got paid this much. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Mutual ground. Yeah. And, and mutual ground. Yeah. It, it, you know, makes everybody feel, you know, like... They can come together, talk about things that they know. Um, it's a mutual ground, like you said. So, you know, uh, hopefully that we'll be able to do something like that, catch your guys' attention. Sure. Hopefully we'll be funny enough <laughs> that you guys keep tuning back every week, which I think we will. Me and Todd are, you know, we're two really funny guys. Uh, we actually met uh, working through together. working together. Yeah. yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings. We worked at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings in the area plug. where we're plug. located. Buffalo Wild Wings plug. Yeah, Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings plug. And uh, I worked the night shift, so did he. And uh, anybody who knows Buffalo Wild Wings knows that it's a place where you can go, obviously, get wings, food, a beer, sports. and watch sports. All day, every day. All day. Huge, big screens, always have the games on. And so on and so forth. Uh, and there was guys there who were sports fans, but they didn't really talk about sports, you know. And not everybody is knowledgeable about sports. Yeah. Todd's the one guy that <laughs> I knew if I went into work that day and he was working, we were getting a good convo. We were gonna have a really good conversation about sports. Exactly. Sure. Um, and we kind of just developed a friendship from there. And he was my go-to guy. If I didn't know something, he would let me know. If he didn't know something, I would let him know. Yeah. Um, we're both, you know, California boy uh, in the sense that he's an Angels fan. I'm a Dodgers fan. Lakers, we share mutual. You know, Lakers, yeah, that's our mutual team right there. Um, I'm a Bears fan, and you're Titans, uh, Titans. Titans all the way, huh? Yeah. So, you know, uh, but that's a good thing too because yeah, you don't mix. always want to like the same teams that everybody else yeah, likes definitely, you know definitely. It, it, it just adds an element you know no bandwagon exactly no bandwagon fans here especially being me and I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Bears fan <laughs> all, all I get is Mitch Trubisky questions all the time is he going to get paid is he going to get paid I yeah, don't know no. it, we'll see but uh, so Todd I want to know a little bit about uh, why you wanted to do the podcast and how your love of sports came about, basically. Yeah, uh, love of sports, man. I always played sports growing up. Football, baseball, basketball, soccer. Um, never really got into, like, hockey, I guess. Uh, but, like, golf, tennis, all that stuff I, you know, dabbled in. Uh, played lacrosse in high school. Played baseball in high school. Football in high school. Played a little baseball while I was in college. Uh, you know, so the sports have always been there for me, and I don't know, growing up, 
my dad was a huge sports fan. My brother's a huge sports fan. So I think sports, my mom, she kind of ran in our family, you know? Yeah. Like, like yeah. I said, it brings people you, together. You, you, you inherit it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You inherit it. You get a, uh, you know, like a, you get a wide variety of people that watch sports. So it's always like a, it's a good thing to bring people together. It's a connection point. Yeah. I always felt that. Absolutely. Like when we would go to like a baseball tournament, you meet so many different people and so many different people from different areas and like you get a good, you know, not a culture shock so much, but you get you get a little taste of what other people's worlds are like, you know? Yeah. And, and no sports doubt. is the common ground. So I think sports have always kind of been in my life. Um, it's changed recently since I've gotten older, right? You can't be, I can't be playing sports anymore. Um you get hurt, you can't work. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. getting paid to play sports. So uh, you got to kind of make a choice there. So now watching sports is more my thing. And, you know, I always had like a, a liking for statistics, the game plans and stuff like that. And kind of what goes on in the background of yeah. sports. So, yeah, I guess that would be my interest now. And now being older, I guess more con- unconventional sports, riding bikes, you know, the bike life, uh, playing poker, um, you know, some people might not consider those sports, but you know, you gotta, I feel hey, like you, to anything that takes own, a game man. plan and some kind of strategy to do is a sport. Yeah, that, so. to each their own. Um, I know for me personally, I would be the opposite of Todd. I uh, didn't play sports, and the sports that I did play, I totally sucked at. Yeah, I couldn't make a basket <laughs> if my life depended on it. Uh, I was just not a coordinated kid. Yeah, what I was good at, if anything, in sports is I was your Dennis Rodman on the basketball court. Couldn't make a shot, but anybody came my way, and I made sure that I irritated the heck out of them covering them. (laughs) If I had to stick my hand down their shorts, whatever it took, they were not going to make that shot. Team player. You know what I mean? That guy. Yeah, so, but yeah, I was not good at sports, but I remember watching sports as a kid um, with my dad. I'm a huge Dodger fan. He was a huge Dodger fan. It's a family tradition with us. Uh, my dad, my mom, brothers, sisters, uh, most of my family, uncles, aunts, cousins, nieces, nephews. It's all Dodgers all day. So, you know, like we were talking about earlier, yeah, it's, it's, kind, of, it's, it's kind of inherited. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a split in our family. We got an Angels and Dodgers side. So you get a little clash. Yeah, which that. is good, man, because you know what? Clash. It, it, it brings variety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um, same thing with being a Bears fan. I'm a huge Chicago Bears fan. Uh, became a Bears fan because I have an uncle who was a Packers fan. He grew up in the 60s, the Lombardi era. There so obviously he was going to like the Packers. They were the popular team at the time. And I had an uncle who came down to visit from Kansas one time, and he was wearing a Chicago Bears T-shirt. Yeah. This is probably like 1981, 82. And uh, they sat down and watched a Monday Night Football game, Bears-Packers, and I saw Walter Payton play for the first time. I was, I want to say, like eight years, nine years old, maybe. And, man, that guy, talk about a guy who earned his nickname, Sweetness. Yeah, it was different for the time, for sure. That guy was just so electric, so fast. He, He mesmerized me, and I just wanted to watch more of him. And so I became a... Peyton fan, which translated into being yeah, a Bears fan. you know Bears fan, and so uh, as time went on, I started getting into sports, watching sports. But I think the anchor for the reason why I'm such a competitive 
sports watcher, I guess you could say. I really get into sports. Yeah. I'm passionate about it. And this is going to sound really odd because of the fact that uh, I was about 15 years old and I used to gamble on sports, um, developed a bit of an addiction to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. All the way up until I was about like that for sure. Yeah, exactly. So I was about 25 years old. And uh, the funny part is, is that my mom actually thought I was like a Cowboys fan for a while <laughs> because she would see me cheering yeah. these teams on. Yeah. But it wasn't because of the cover. fact that, yeah, I didn't care if they were going to win. I wanted them to cover the spread. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mom, I got money on the Cowboys. But I'm 15 yeah. and I tell my mom, especially in a Latino household, yeah. mom, I'm about to win a hundred bucks if uh, so-and-so tosses a touchdown. Yeah. She would have, well, I'm, we're not going to go there. <laughs> Hopefully she's not listening. She's probably going to listen and she's yeah. probably going to give me a call. Chris, you were really doing that? Yeah, I did not know that you were doing that at such a young age. What's wrong with you? But, you know, that's mom. So, that's you know, that's really what anchored, you know, sports in my life. And, yeah. See, you know, and like I said. Different. You love sports for a completely different reason. Exactly. Awesome. You know, but that makes us unique and... It also helps find common ground because I find things about you and what you like about sports yeah. interesting and it's vice different. versa. Yeah, yeah. You and know I what I mean? The age gap, maybe. And uh, we'll have a different opinion and views. When uh, Todd came to me, the idea to do the podcast, I was like, I want to do it, but if I do do it, it's going to have to be something different. Yeah. Because of the fact that there's a ton of sports podcasts yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are really specific. They're specific Statistic to fantasy, one, yeah. specific to only football, specific to just a team, yeah, and yeah. so on and so forth. And you know what? More power to them. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, whatever your interests are, podcast-wise, go for it, man. Podcasts are a fun way yeah. to keep yourself entertained, uh, to find out what's going on in whatever the respective subject is. Definitely. You know, um, but when he came to me, I was kind of... On the fence about it. I knew I wanted to do something sports-wise. Just wasn't sure what. One thing I did know is that Todd was going to be my guy. Like I said in the beginning, Todd was the guy that I could talk about sports with outside of my friends that I grew up with that I knew since I was a kid. And very smart guy. He's very knowledgeable. Uh, he isn't just a Titans fan or an Angels fan. He's a football fan and a baseball fan. Like he can talk about other teams and other players, whereas other people, if they're a Raider fan, all they want to talk about is Derek Carr. Stuck. You know, all they yeah. want to talk about is this or talk about that. Yeah. Um, I think those are your average fans. Yeah. They're so. They're, you just, know, they're like, you know, that's my team. I'm going to root for my team. And they don't really yeah. venture outside of that kind of stuff. So it was kind of logical in my head that Todd would be the guy that I would talk to about doing the podcast. We just kind of had to figure out what our content was going to be, what our topics would be. Yeah. And it's are we going to be different. able Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it had to be something different. And we didn't want to sound like your average Joe Schmo who reads a statistic sheet and tells yeah. you what happened for the day. Yeah. And Bueller. all you really want to do is, yeah, Bueller. exactly. Bueller, yeah. you know? And so, uh, we had a little meeting, sat down, talked about it. He had a lot of really good ideas. He's the one that came up with the name for the show, the double down came up with the tagline for it, sports life and everything nice. Because I honestly feel that, the fact that sports is such a huge part of both of our lives that 
if we don't incorporate something outside of sports into this podcast, we were just going to be another same, same as you can hear on any other. Podcast. Yeah, uh, definitely a, another monotone. Yeah, you know, run of the mill podcast sports yeah. guys. Yeah, we want to be different. And uh, I've always considered myself to be a unique guy who follows his own path. I'm not a follower in any sense. Yeah, Todd isn't either. like that yeah. either. If he doesn't agree with what you have to say, he's gonna let you yeah, know. Yeah, for sure, definitely. You know, we're, we're both passionate opinion. guys. You know, so <laughs> I got to thank this guy a lot for you yeah, know yeah, helping come up I, with a lot of these ideas on, on. I appreciate you bringing me on and using my ideas. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. Absolutely, man. I, oh, I'm excited, bro. Honestly, uh, it was. I, I got another podcast that I do. Uh, I'm actually working on a couple, and. Uh, but I was just really excited about this one. You know, we had, we set a date when we were going to get together and start practicing and you know what our content was going to be, what our topics were going to be and, and so on and so forth. So, you know, I'm just really excited, man. I'm really happy that we were able to finally, you know, make this show happen. And, uh, so like I said in the beginning, bear with us. This is our first time doing this. Uh, well, at least Todd's first time doing it anyway. Um, a little bit nervous, but I think he's yeah. going to get the hang of it. He's a smart guy. He catches on quick. He's really witty, funny. Um, I think he's going to be a natural. And uh, once we find our flow, I feel that you guys as the audience are going to enjoy it. You guys yeah. are going to enjoy it. Yeah, I think you sure. guys are thoroughly going to enjoy uh, listening to us and the topics that we you know, put on for you guys and stuff. So What's speaking of topics, well, so I wanted first, to... First, let me ask you... Uh, who, 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 for the for the listeners, who do you listen to to get your sports? Like, obviously ESPN, Fox Sports, you mentioned those earlier. Um, but, like, what sportscasters do you like or, you know, the ones that you tend to draw yourself towards? You know what? Um, I know for me personally, uh, I like listening to Stephen A. Smith. Okay. I dig it. I like uh, it. He could be a little irritating sometimes. For sure, for sure. Uh but you know what? I feel like he's really honest. Yeah, he's got a wrong opinion. I, I totally you know what agree. I mean? He he doesn't he he isn't a regurgitated sportscaster like you Definitely said. Not. You know, where it's the same repetitive stuff over and over and over again. Stephen A. Smith can really get to the point. Yeah, uh, he has those moments where he's like, you know what? I'm not going to just do this for ESPN. Yeah, I got something that I really feel is on my heart that I need to talk about, and he gets really serious about it. Yeah, yeah. And passionate. you can see he's emotional and passionate about yeah, it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And, and I like that, man. Um, I, I listen to uh, Callum Cowherd. Can't stand the man, but yeah. once you again, see what he has to say. Yeah, it, it, it's one of those things like, you know, you're driving down a highway, you see a car crash. You yeah. know, you shouldn't be looking at it, yeah, but you but look you, anyways. Of course. It, I have that weird love-hate relationship with him. Yeah, I have that with Will Kane. <laughs> yeah, that's another yeah. guy. Uh, I, I don't really dislike Will Kane too much, but I know you do. Yeah. So, just, um, you know, and, and crazy uh, stuff comes out of that guy's mouth. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes I think that has a lot to do with it. It's the fact that but these I'll guys. To I I catch myself when I am on ESPN and I scrolling through and then the Will Kane show. I catch myself still going to it. <laughs> Because I want to hear the crazy, outrageous stuff that's going to come out of his mouth. So, because or hate it, he's, he's still going to get your views. Exactly. Because sometimes that's the fun part of listening to not just a podcast, but sportscasters in general. Um, you know, I remember watching old interviews uh, about people talking about uh, Howard Cosell. Yeah, okay. Uh, who's it's old school. one of the most famous yeah, uh, sportscasters there ever yeah. was. And the first time he used 
slurs yeah. on the radio okay. while he's podcast or not <laughs> podcasting, but while he's uh, broadcasting. Yeah. And how it just threw everybody off. But as much as they were disliking what he had to say, they still tuned in. And yeah. then they probably called their dad and said, you'll never guess what this guy just said. Yeah, of course. He you know, him. and guys like Harry Carey, who was okay. rest in peace, yeah. uh, a famous sportscaster for the uh, Chicago Cubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knew the guy was drunk most of the time, <laughs> but yeah, the I stuff that would come out of his mouth. Yeah. Hard. And so I think that has a lot to do with it. Me personally, my favorite, and of course I'm being biased here. And I know a lot of people think I'm going to be biased, but uh, Vince Scully. Oh yeah. Dodgers, but dudes. But I mean that guy, and, and I've had people who are fans of other teams. years to listen to that. I'm that like a Dodgers man fan. knows facts that a sportscaster should not know about gives players. you the inside story that no one's going to tell you. It's not even the inside story. Like, that guy will tell you, oh, yeah, so-and-so played for the Dodgers from 1976 to 1980. His parents were coffee bean farmers in Colombia, <laughs> and his great-uncle actually fought in the Colombian Civil War. And he's yeah. like, what? Yeah. Like, you went deep. Deep how, how deep did you get? You know, did you use one of those like you know, family uh, tree, twenty nine and me, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, things where you find out like the people's family history. Yeah. You know, yeah, he was doing Vince Scully's knowledge of not just the players in the game, but like personal things about these players. Yeah, I think that's more of interviewing and being around the players every day and yeah, insights. Yeah, I mean, but the guy did it for over sixty years. Sure, you know what I mean? Sure. One of the and best so, to ever do it. Oh, one of the most beloved sportscasters sure. by. So many people. Like I said, I'm not even a Dodgers fan, and, and Vince Scully to me is baseball. Actually, right? yeah. You listen to baseball, you want to hear Vince Scully yeah. tell you about and it. And oddly enough, you would think that a baseball player who's played for the Dodgers would be the most celebrated man in LA when it comes to Dodger baseball. The guy that over and above has won over everybody's heart and is considered the greatest Dodger of all time, Vince, Vince Scully. Yeah, it's like it's, Chick it's, it's crazy, but it's true. Yeah, you listen to the Lakers, Chick Hearn. Chick Hearn. Oh, yeah, Jello's Jiggling. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know a Laker fan, a tr any true Laker fan, who does not know the lines yeah. to that. Yeah. At the end of every game, if he knew we were – there'd be times where we were only up by two points, <laughs> and he would the say the lines – and it's like he knew we were going to win the game. Yeah. But, yeah. oh, man. He was Schicker. a true Laker fan, too. Oh, yeah. He was. Oh, that's, God, that's, that guy. That's the joy of, I think, behind their passion. And you can tell how it brings it out in there when they speak and how they announce the game. Yeah. Because they're true yeah. fans of that team. They're true fans of the sport. Uh, yeah, so it's a little bit better. For yeah. me, Scott Van Pelt. I like Scott Van Pelt. Scott Van Pelt's actually really his, good. I, I, I like, like Scott Van Pelt. Uh, the only guy... Different. Huh? He's I'm always kind of different. He happens a little different spin on it. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, the guy that I'm probably not going to talk about a whole lot, and if I do, it's because Todd brings it up, and I feel like I need to share an opinion, but I'm not going to talk about Joe Buck. So sorry, <laughs> Joe Buck fans. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a Joe Buck fan. I don't like that guy. <laughs> I don't like his commentating. I don't think yeah. he brings any relevancy into yeah. sports. I, he does all the sports too, which is a weird thing. And, and you would you would think that that guy would be a hundred percent natural yeah. sportscaster because of his dad, Jack Buck. Yeah, Fox. Though. Who they love that man, Jack Buck. I remember seeing documentaries about him crying after games. You know, teams that that he was so happy that they won. 
and you know just kind of didn't work out for his son i mean sure. it, it is what it is but yeah i'm not going to talk about joe buck too much he's not <laughs> he's not a, a big that's the dislike yeah that's, that's your will kane that that's yeah that's a definitely that is definitely my will kane joe buck cool cool so, so uh i wanted to get into a, a topic uh, that i think is a little relevant right now and uh kind of concerned to yeah. be honest with okay. you I'm, I'm a bit concerned because we haven't had sports for a while now. Uh, I believe the middle quarantine, yeah, the quarantine started right around the middle of March, uh, where they stopped all operations Basketball, across the nation. Hockey. Um, I, I was actually had my tickets already for Dodger spring training. Okay. The weekend that they shut everything down, and I was so disappointed I because bet. I was looking forward to going out to Arizona, uh, Arizona to go watch the Dodger spring training. You know, and uh, so, but I learned to suck it up. It is what it is. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, I look at it like this. Uh, whatever we have to do to keep people safe is the most important thing. So I understand why they did what they did. Um, but uh, we finally have gotten to a point where everybody's like, okay, basketball's coming back. Yeah. Baseball's the, coming the back the 23rd. Yeah. Um, hockey is going to be coming hockey, back. Yeah. Uh, they started letting uh, teams practice, uh, you know, in football, OTAs, okay. so Sorry. on and yeah, so yeah, forth, yeah. you know, to, to get the, 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 the coming uh, 2020 season for the NFL gets started. And then players started getting sick. Yeah, COVID. You know, uh, Westbrook, uh, Durant, yeah. um, Harden. Definitely. Um, I just heard Drew the other Williams. day, Kenley Jensen, our relief pitcher from the Dodgers, is Got sick. It. And he got his whole family sick, unfortunately. Yeah, that's not good. You know, um, then I read that on August 1st, when the Rockets play their first game, the uh, they're supposed to travel, I think, to play the Jazz. Okay. And they're talking about Harden and uh, Westbrook not even going. Yeah. How's that going to affect well, the team? they're traveling in the bubble, so I don't think they have to go far. But I don't think they let those people into the bubble if they're sick. Like, yes. I've seen Beasley today... They had to make him leave the bubble. Yes. That's the positive. Yeah. Um, but no, I was actually reading that they're starting to buckle down to the point where they're not even going to let certain players travel with the team at all. They think it's better if they just stay back. Yeah. You know, at their respective homes. Yeah. Quarantine themselves. Make sure that yes. they're going to be okay. Um, because of this unfortunate spike that we just experienced again. Yeah, it's weird. Um, they really don't want to take any chances, you know, and... So, are we going to even have baseball now? I mean, yeah. what do you think? Um, I hope. I hope they do. I love sports. Um, I think so. I think it's not like they're hurt, right? It'll For baseball, per se, it'll be more of uh, like a 14-day DL, I feel like. You know what? Right? For baseball, that makes a whole lot of sense. The um, guy goes on a 14-day DL. He can't come around the facility. Sounds about... Yeah. They do I mean, when they're hurt. I mean, when they're hurt, obviously, they can be around their their teammates and they're, they're, yes, they're there for the yeah. games. They're um, working out at the facilities. So it's going to be a little bit different for them. Um, yeah, because once they talked about... Yeah, I mean, first they had to come up with an agreement because in baseball, 
you know, they had a real huge disagreement about how the players were going to get yeah, paid. Yeah, the bargaining. Um, they were trying to figure out is it going to be 82 games, yeah. 50 games, 60 games, 100 games. Prorated at so much percentage. Exactly. If they're, are they going to get paid just for the games that they played or should they get paid for the whole season? Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, it wasn't the players' fault that this happened. Of course. No one's fault. You know? Um, so they finally came to an agreement. A deal was finally made. The commissioner actually had to step in and say, you guys need to figure this out because I want there to be somewhat of a baseball season. Yeah. I know me as a Dodger fan, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Because we just picked up Mookie Betts. Yeah. And it was one of those things where you're talking about one of the best players, outfielders, yeah. hitters in the game. Adding to a really lethal lineup already. Exactly. Adding to a very lethal lineup. And is he going to be the player that's going to get the Dodgers over that hump? Yeah. Uh, where we haven't been able to win that uh, ship, even though yeah. we've been there a couple times. Yeah, you got robbed one time by the Astros, the Houston Cheats. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say karma. Yeah. It's a but I heard also that they closed down the Houston Astros facility. Yeah. Because there was so many people getting sick that yeah. Houston didn't want to take that chance. Well, hopefully they don't get to play. As far as I'm concerned, you know what I mean? You know, hey, my thoughts and prayers go out to the people who are sick. I'm not wanting anybody to be sick. Yeah. Um, You know, and I hope everybody comes out of it. But yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I feel you. As far as I'm concerned, you know, they they, they gave baseball a black eye after what happened. Yeah, they had the baseball had just gotten over the steroids. Like, that was kind of in the past. I mean, they were. Talking about letting Pete Rose be reinstated. Exactly. You know I mean? so, Which has been a travesty yeah. all these years. Yeah. But um, so. It's just kind of they took a step backwards with that, I think. Yeah. So uh, we unfortunately are at, at, at a point now where I'm hoping baseball happens. I'm hoping basketball comes back. Basketball's uh, for sure. I, um, they have a. Especially the, because another so team. Adam Silver is probably the best commissioner in sports. Yeah. I think you're right. So, I think you're very good, right about that. I think uh, you're accurate. And they got a good take on the fans. They got a good take on, you know, just how to market themselves. Yeah, they're uh, they're they're more adaptable to change. I yeah, would say like and and NFL basketball doesn't really change it up. You know, uh, oddly yeah. enough, basketball over and above football and baseball and all other sports, they're starting to learn how to corner the market on branding themselves. Of course, definitely. Which is I think in, they set the example. I think so too. In, in in sports, it's very important for teams to know how to brand themselves. Yeah. Because the more popular they are, the better players they yeah, have. I don't know what the NFL is going to do. Yeah. They're not going um, to have fans in the stands, I'm assuming. Right? Well, I don't think any sports are going to allow any fans in the stands. So I think uh, from- I think what they said was if teams are going to be playing each other, the players are not going to be allowed to be in the dugout or on the sidelines. They're going to be able to sit in the stands. Okay. But they're going to have to social distance and wear masks. Okay. You know, they're not going to allow them to be in groups and so on and so forth. Uh so I'm really hoping that, you know, this COVID-19 thing can get curved. Yeah. We can start to come out of it, not just for sports, but as a nation. Um, I want everybody to come out of this well and good. Um, but I think, like you were saying in the beginning, sports is one of those things that brings people together. You yeah. can have a guy who grew up in a neighborhood where another guy never would have ever gone. Yeah. But they happen to be at the same sports bar and like the same sports team. Yeah. Or just have a common interest in basketball or baseball. And or yeah, they're going to celebrate their team together. Yeah. Even if outside no those walls. who each other was yeah. 10 minutes before. Exactly. Yeah. So I think sports are very, very important. I yeah, think it's yeah, very yeah. important. Uh, I remember I mean, 9-11 when that happened. Like, 
the first baseball game after that, like at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, like, yeah. I remember the uh, brought, first football that games that yeah. happened right after 9-11. Kind of gives you a relief from what the reality of going is going it, it does. It does. You know, 9-11 was an unfortunate incident. Um, I'm, people are still mourning from it, it you know, and, and it's going to be something that America is going to always remember. Yeah, of course. Um, but I think it was smart of sports to say, you know what? Because I think they had, have to go on. Yeah, I think at one point they had thought about skipping like two or three games in yeah. football and whatnot. And, but I, the owners are like, no, we're not going to allow them to tell us how to live our lives. To dictate, yeah. You know, they're not going to dictate how our lives are led. We got games to play. The fans are there. They yeah, want to yeah. watch. I think moral just though is life has to go on. You, you know, know? Like, because happen, you got to push through and you got to persevere. Yeah, because we have all seen the aftermath of what happens when sports don't happen, uh, mainly through like strikes that have happened in the past. Yeah. Like in the, the when was it? The 94-95 baseball strike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you play a World Series that year. Yeah, baseball took a huge hit. There was people who literally stopped watching baseball. Yeah, because of that strike. I remember, like when I was in high school, maybe uh, they were doing the strike for like basketball. Yeah, right? they might not basketball had a huge strike. Basketball too, at the same time. Yeah, they're 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 trying to you know get the labor contract done. Absolutely. So that's a big scare. I mean, and not only financially for those teams, but. For the liability of the players, I think the players make the sports. Most people probably are like on the owners, or you know what I mean. Like, yeah, guys, I feel just sit around and collect a check. You know, like I'm, obviously they do business, you're right, and they get sponsorships and yeah, yeah, all, all stadiums brand. are sponsored, like Oracle, right. Oracle Stadium, yeah, yeah. Stadium. They so promote on. their brand, but for the most part, if there's not players, right, playing the sport. You don't have a business. Absolutely, um, because. Sports, as much as we think they're just sports, they're entertainment. Yeah. They keep us entertained. But I think that switched recently. Like back in the day, it was the owners, you know, had most of the power. And yes. they could dictate what went yeah. on. And, it, and it's kind of switching. LeBron James, I think, is a big proponent of that, of of, of changing that, that yeah. narrative. That oh, yeah. And, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. I'm, me too. I'm okay with that, yeah. you know. And not just because I'm a Laker fan yeah, and because yeah, yeah. he's with the Lakers now. Yeah. But I think that it's finally time for the players to have a say in what goes on. Because, with, like you said, without the players, they no have sport. nothing. Yeah, there's, there's no reason for Jerry Jones to have spent $500, $600 million to build a brand new stadium if nobody wants to watch the game. Of course. Or if the players aren't going to show up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So this COVID thing is having a huge impact on the sports world and uh, whether or not sports were actually going to be played. Crossing our fingers that it's I actually going to happen. I please, I please hope for it. Yeah, because I, I am fiending for a Dodger game <laughs> in the worst yeah. way. I, you know, I've been watching Dodger games for so long that I can honestly say I've never gone a season without watching games. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm an Angels fan, and even when they're not doing so well, which has been more recently. Yeah. Uh, um, still, every day I'm tuning into an Angels game. You know. Yeah, and and even more so with football because. Uh, Football, I would have to say, is my second favorite sport underneath uh, uh, baseball. But the interesting thing and the reason why I always look so forward to football, you only get the 16 games. Yeah. You miss a couple sure. weeks and you could have missed so much. Definitely. In football. Yeah. You know, you get 182 games in baseball. Yeah, so you can miss a couple. You can literally miss a month. Yeah. 
and you're still going to get about 160 games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Under your belt, yeah. you know. Um, so I think with football, if there's a sport out there that definitely has to come back so that it doesn't lose its ground yeah. or lose its feet, it would definitely be football. You know, because going yeah. a whole season without football um, would really suck, man. Yeah, that would suck really bad. Yeah. Uh, especially because I'm actually looking forward to the Bears season this year. I think. The Bears are going to have a good season, finally. Foles or Trubisky? I'm, I'm on the fence right now, man. Okay. I'm on the fence. I don't really want to get into too much Bears talk right now. <laughs> but I'm a big believer in whoever gets the job done. Yeah. Well, that's who I want. Be? If you're the coach, if you're Matt Nagy right now, who's man, starting? Put me on the spot on the first show, bro. What's yeah. up with that? Who is starting? You know everybody wants to know. There's everybody I, I gotta I gotta give the ball to Trubisky and give him another chance to try okay. and prove that he's the guy. Okay. Only because You know what Nick Foles has. I know what Nick Foles okay. has. So if I put Trubisky in there for the first month, he doesn't deliver, I gotta always just put him back on the okay. bench. But what are we talking? One loss, two losses? I'm talking losses? if he was to lose yeah, if he was to lose like three, the first, then you go Nick Foles? Yeah. Go 0 and 2, then you go Nick Foles? If he was to go 0 and 3, 0 it would be it would be Nick Foles. Okay. Yeah. Um I think that. that's how we were last year with Mariota, the Titans. Yeah. I was like, he's not the guy. He's not he wasn't he's not the future. Right? So yeah. they knew it's either this year, maybe one more year if he plays decent, but then they got Tannehill, right? And I think Tannehill is just a Tannehill did a more bang up job, bro. More better of assist for our system, right? He's a better quarterback. He takes care of the ball. Yeah. He can throw and the deep ball. He's a little more accurate, but he can still run. Yeah. Right? And we're going to pound Derrick Henry. Yeah, That's exactly. You guys got a running back yeah. who could take a beating. So I feel I feel you. Last year, I think they went to Tannehill too late, right? It should have been earlier. Like, dude, we got shut out by the Broncos. The Broncos weren't even good. That's true. Right? But at the same time, at the same time, though, bro, I mean... You, you can say you I mean, can say they put Tannehill in there too late, but you still went to the playoffs. True, true. Indeed. You know what I mean? And I wish Trubisky would have taken us yeah. to the playoffs. Yeah, AFC Championship. And, and the sad part is, oh Shout god, out to I, David and his Chiefs. I hate bringing this subject up because Trubisky technically should have been a, a playoff winner. Yeah. Had it not been for the double the field goal. Yeah. <laughs> The double let's not, let's not bring it up. So, yeah. Let, let's drop that subject. Yeah. It's, it's not something so I bubble. want to get passionate about right now. So. The bubble. What, what, what's, what, how would you do in that situation? In, in, in quarantine, inside Disney World. Oh, man, you know what? Teammates, Bro, no uh, family. Heard the food's bad. That You know, that, that's <laughs> such a tough situation, man. Yeah, yeah. It really is, bro, because do I want life to get back to normal or at least what normal is going to be yeah. from here on out. Yeah. It's definitely going to be a different normal for sure. Absolutely. But you know, I also don't want to put people in positions where harm may come to them. They may get sick. Be safe. Um, wear and, your mask. Yeah. You know, be safe, wear your mask, social distance, you know, unfortunately not everybody follows the rules. Yeah, definitely. So the bubble, I think the idea of it can work. Yeah. I think it could actually work, yeah. But are people actually gonna follow through, yeah, and do sure. what is asked of them, yeah, and what needs well, to be done? They have a tip them. line supposedly. I seen 
couple of reports and today. Which is another issue. Rat, anonymous tip lines. Yeah, that, that's another issue. Ratting on other people. Be, exactly. People <laughs> hate to get ratted on. Yeah. You know? Yeah, people follow want, the rules. That's the thing. To though, the point, the like, day, if you don't know a rule, right? Because I'm sure they had to read the guidelines or yeah. like, entering the bubble. Yeah. Right? And it, no one... I get it, right? I don't read the owner's manual on everything I buy. Yeah. Right? It makes sense. No one does it, right? You don't read the terms and agreement. You just click okay, right? Yeah, I exactly. Agree. So if you don't know and you get caught doing it, it's a slap on the head, right? I get it. But if you know and you're doing it to spite it, then it's a problem because then you're putting people at risk. Exactly. And and that's, that's the reason why I'm kind of on the fence with it because at the end of the day, it really comes down to people's morals and people's character definitely you know what i mean and uh not everybody has that yeah for sure definitely you know what i mean not yeah, everybody I just think has people that. grow up different and are raised different so yeah they value certain things different exactly right? certain exactly attributes that people have they value those different right yeah I'm so, like, I, I value people with respect like my dad always taught me respect people so I value when, you know, someone shows me respect, I'm going to show you that same respect until you show me yeah, different. Absolutely. So, we were talking about basketball. Let's keep, let's keep on that. Oh, for a okay. Uh, who do you think the contenders are now since they are in this bubble, right? Because, like, uh, before the Pelicans, right, they were in that eighth seed race with, yeah. like, the Thunder, the Spurs, and they have the easiest schedule, right? So now it's changed because they're going to play different teams. Now they don't have the easiest schedule. Yeah. They might not be the favorites to take that eighth seed in the West. Yeah. And, and now they're going to have a play-in. Sounds like a tournament for the last couple seeds. Yeah. they have changed. The, the dynamics. The rules have definitely changed in yeah. sports uh, across the board. Yeah. Because uh, I know that in basketball, they're not just going to go off wins and losses. So who do we got as a contenders? Who do you think? For sure, I East think the West. Lakers are still a contender. Okay. Definitely. Clippers. Okay. Um, I would like Dallas. To- Dallas contender? I think they are now. Okay, with Luca. Yeah. Um, but are they contenders for the finals, or are they just con- uh, they're, they're in there? I, I wouldn't say they're contenders for the finals. So Lakers and the Clippers. Um, Rockets. Uh, Rockets should be in there okay. still, I, even though you know if Harden and them missed that first what about game. Like the Denver Nuggets. Um, I still think they're they're good. The Denver Nuggets are still a good team. Okay. Um, I also think uh, uh, the Pacers are still a good team. Okay. Out of the East? Out of the East. So uh, the Milwaukee Bucks? The Bucks are definitely in Raptors. it. Raptors? Uh, Raptors? Uh, I think the Raptors are going to be a good team. I just don't believe in them as a dominant team. Yeah, okay. You they lost I mean? Kawhi. Yeah, they lost Kawhi. They're still kind of trying to find their identity after that. Exactly, because the before Kawhi was there and before he helped them win. Yeah, they, they're, yeah. They're, were they relevant? A little bit, but not mm. super crazy. You weren't like, oh, the Raptors are going to win. They, the they were one of those teams that, since there's eight seeds, yeah. somebody has to fill a spot. He kind of gave him a but false hope when winning that one. He went in there, changed the dynamic of the team. They, yeah. they believed in him as a winner. Yeah. And so they won. Okay, and congratulations, man. I'm happy that Toronto won. Yeah. Um, I honestly feel that the Lakers definitely would have been there had it not been for injuries. And, and so on. I don't think they were so much ready last year. Um, but to be honest, this year, I think they're definitely have a very, very strong chance. 
I think so. Not just uh, being a Lakers fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd probably have a yeah. biased opinion. I mean, people but. could see it that way, but the the honest truth is, a healthy LeBron, a healthy Rondo. Yeah. Um, Rondo got hurt. A- adding AD into the picture. I mean, before this all happened, before COVID took over, he was like dominating, bro. Yeah, like he sure, was just sure. like in charge. Yeah, we. I mean, we will. We took down Milwaukee. We were taking down everything. He's, he 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 totally said. Danis, it's not your time I think, yet. I think when the season started and uh, uh, the Lakers were playing at the top of their game, I think only twice did they lose back-to-back games. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is the old Lakers, for sure. Yeah, back definitely. To back to the winning ways. So, uh, uh, but you yeah. You the Lakers winning at all? I honestly could see the Lakers winning it all, bro. Yeah. I really can. I think Lakers LeBron, bucks in the finals? I think the... Mm, Ooh. That was a yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, you kind of caught me off guard with that question. (laughs) I wasn't really thinking along those lines, but uh, who knocks off the Bucks? The Bucks are going to be a hard team to knock off. Yeah, they're they're. I honestly feel that the Bucks finals bound, right? Yeah, definitely finals bound. I I I don't see why it shouldn't be the Lakers and the Bucks in the finals. Okay. I just want to know if the chemistry that the Lakers have from the beginning of the season is going to continue to right inside now. the bubble. I think it'll be better inside the bubble because they had good chemistry outside the bubble, right? They were always hanging out together, doing activity, team activities. It seemed like LeBron was really enjoying that team and enjoying the camaraderie that they had, right? They were kind yeah. of meshing really well. Um, they brought in Dion Waiters. We didn't really get to see him play. And, yeah, that's true. Right? He didn't play a game before, and then COVID hit, and he still hasn't played a game with the Lakers. So I don't think we know what he's going to bring to the team, but it's going to help because now he's been around the team for, you know, three, four months yeah. during this COVID thing, and yeah, cause it would only be good. Because outside of skill and, and mechanics – one thing that helps a team win a championship is chemistry. For sure. Um, I don't unless think you just have two dominant players. Yeah, I mean, like unless your team is like, with un- unless your chat. team is built like the team from Space Jam. Yeah. <laughs> where they <laughs> were just like, there was no doubt nobody could beat them. Yeah, for sure. You know, but you got to have chemistry, man, because uh, without it, if there's turbulence on a team, yeah, yeah. that is definitely going to. Yeah, and you could be the different. most talented team, and, and the perfect example would be the Lakers. Uh, yeah. Back in 2004, 2005 season, we yeah. had Karl Malone, Gary Payton, yeah. Shaq, that was like Kobe. 2002 or 2002. No, because we won the championship 2002. Yeah, 2003 so, or four. Um, yeah. So I believe it was 2004. But I mean, you were talking monster team, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mailman, Gary Payton, the glove. Karl Malone got hurt. Right, right before the playoffs, I remember that. You know, but that's when all the rumors started about Kobe and Shaq not liking each other. Supposedly, Carl Malone hit on somebody's wife or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that'll make. Uh, Gary Payton was upset because he couldn't understand why nobody was making him the one of the leaders on the team when Carl yeah. Malone got hurt. Yeah, all that messes with the chemistry of a team. So. Superstars or not. Yeah, you can't butt heads like that. You, you can't be on the same page. You can't. Y'all got to be on the same page. It, it's, it's a family like anything I think else. I, but back to your question, I think the bubble will help because there's no outside distraction. 
right? It's like they're at camp, right? They're at summer camp. They're having fun, right? From what I've seen, they're fishing, playing 2K, right? I heard the food's bad, (laughs) whatever. But they're there. They're with each other. Yeah, they got a social distance, but they get to practice every day together. Their rooms are right next to each other. After they did the quarantine, they're good to go. Yeah. It's like camp. So I feel like the camaraderie and the – the chemistry that they'll have will be a lot better. Not better, but just more in tune, right? They're going to be That's the more key. on the same page. I that's like. the key. Uh, being on the same page, being in tune. Losing Avery Bradley, losing Rondo, that's that's a big hit. We got Dwight coming back. Uh, thank God. He has a huge, huge help off the bench. Man, you know what? I'll be honest with you, bro. I, after the last time that he played Stan, with the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bad taste. He, he left a bad taste in my mouth. I feel like he did that to, for a lot of people, but he's not that same guy anymore. He's not He's he, not a superstar. He oh, he grew up. He matured. Yeah. He's finding his place as a yeah. teammate. Just a role player. Like He, he knows his exactly. role. Exactly. Uh, role playing in sports is a huge, huge yeah, yeah. part of when, when a player knows that he, what his role is, yeah. he the helps the team substantially. Look at the Patriots. Well, their motto is always like, what, do your job or, you know, what's your role? Like, because if you do that and you do that, if you're just assigned to do that one thing very good and you do it very good, right, and that's all you're asked to do, then you're helping your team win. Absolutely. Most likely. Absolutely. And, and, and I feel that way about about Howard right now because uh, in the beginning of his career, and, and, and the, the, the crazy thing is, is the guy's mad talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got a great jump shot. Just surrounded by drama he, all the time. Yeah, he, he knows how to work the paint well. Yeah. But he always had that, I got to be. The guy. The guy. Yeah, yeah You know, yeah. I got to be the center of attention. Superman. Yeah, for sure. You know? And it's fun watching that stuff. Yeah, and it's save it cool, for the All-Star game only. But when it affects your team. Yeah. And your team doesn't win yeah. because of your attitude. Yeah, winning fixes uh, everything. <laughs> uh, Chad Ochocinco, uh, T.O., those yeah. guys. Those guys went without rings for a reason. Yeah. Once sure. again, mad talent. Yeah, mad talent, yeah. T.O. was one of the most physical wide receivers Changed the game. The game has ever seen. He yeah. was he was what Jerry Rice was, yeah. but more solid as a but receiver. Different. Yeah, 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 just changing the game. He changed the wide receiver but, position. Your character is who you are and who people are going to remember you as. And because of that, those guys, every time they went to a new team, they couldn't adjust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but people always remember T.O. for, you know, just outside his house working out or or crying. That's my quarterback, you know, like they're going to remember those moments. That's right. He made that that crazy documentary. (laughs) Uh, I don't remember who came out in it. It was like two friends of his. Yeah. I saw it a couple times, and when I saw him crying, I mean, I felt bad for the guy. I'm glad he learned to finally mature and grow up, but I was like, come on, Tio. Because it was one of those things where it was like, why do you got to be blaming somebody else for the things that you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are your choices you made. Yeah, take the consequences. You know? And so, uh, you know what? Howard's reached that point. He knows where his place is with the Lakers. He knows he's not LeBron. He knows I he's not. He AD. doesn't know. I think he finally realized, like, I'm not, I'm not the max, super max contract guy no more. Like, I don't need to carry the team. I'm just there to get rebounds. Right? Money the changes everything, yeah. right? Yeah. If somebody, if my boss was to come up to me right now and tell me, 
Yeah, you know I'm what, making man? more than my boss. Yeah. Yeah, you're declining a little <laughs> bit, but we still want to hang on to you. We think you're a great employee, but you need to fill this space now. Yeah. Or you're gone. Yeah. And we can't pay you no more. That attitude, that's going to change my attitude real quick, bro, because I need a paycheck every two weeks. Yeah, you know what I mean? Definitely. And so I think you're right. I think that has a lot to do with it. It's it's one of those things where it's like, he's like, you know what? I'm not that young cat no more. Yeah. yeah. I need to find my place on a team. I'm going to get paid as much as I can get paid. But if I screw this up again, I may never get paid again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and especially in sports, man, in professional sports, the windows are so small. I mean, just one little mistake could just derail your whole career absolutely and speaking of money and contracts um so i was reading the story today okay uh about miles garrett from the cleveland browns breaking news uh they're haven't inked the deal yet okay at least from what i read earlier this morning rapaport i believe it was yes sir ian rapaport that guy is the uh jay glazer yeah jay glazer (laughs) and ian rapaport yeah, Shifter. Yeah. Those guys are those guys are TMZ in the sports world. Yeah, they sure. know the story before anybody else knows yeah, the story. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're trying to ink a deal with him on an extension for five years, 125 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot a of money. A lot of money. That's uh that's the highest paid defense of it. Right now, yeah, that would make him that would put him right there with a Khalil Mack. Yeah. From Khalil, the Bears. Yeah, Khalil Mack got a little bit less. Um do you think he had six years one forty one? Yeah. So um, one more year and about 14 more million. Do more you million. think he is a Khalil Mack? Do you think he is worth that money? Is he going to put up consistent numbers every year Ooh. and help his team? He'll put up the numbers. Okay. Uh, will he play every game? Has he changed from the taking Mason Rudolph's helmet off and beating him with it? <laughs> Uh, I still remember that game. That, yeah, that I think that mm, plays a big risk factor into that contract. If they get it done, I mean, yeah. like we said, it hasn't been inked yet. Uh, yeah, but no, you're right. Uh, he's a great player. Don't he, get me no, wrong. he's definitely he was a great, great player. Out of college, you don't, you're not the number one pick for no reason. Definitely uh, a great player, but but yeah, I mean, Randy Gregory, looking right here. Actually, not. Demarcus Lawrence is the highest paid defensive end as of now at $21 million a year. And then Frank Clark, Trey Flowers, Nungakawe at the bottom of the four at $17 million. So he's going to be getting roughly four more million than Demarcus Lawrence a year. It's kind of a bit. Um, and they got a lot of players on their team. Absolutely. They're going to have to pay. That, that, Mayfield. That, see, that's what I was going to bring up right now because – do you resign Jarvis Landry? That changes everything contract. on a team. When you pay a specific player a certain amount of money, it changes whether or not you're going to be able to pay other players. Yeah. Or players that you currently have who need an extension as well. Yeah. Are you going to be able to extend Retain their contract? Yeah. Or is it going to make more sense to deal them away and try to make some of that cash back? Yeah. Get some assets back for it as well. You know, maybe some draft picks, whatever. I like Miles Garrett. I mean, I, 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 back in the draft when Baker Mayfield, they drafted Baker Mayfield first overall. Um, I think they kind of went wrong in that draft. Um, me personally, I would have went Saquon Barkley at number one, and they would have had a crazy, ridiculous back. Uh, and then you know they could have took in 
uh, what, what was his name? Miles Garrett. Or no, no, no. Uh, Chubb. Oh, Nick Chubb. Chubb. Bradley yeah. Chubb. Bradley Chubb from, from the Broncos. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Nick Chubb. They the had two back. spots. They took Baker Mayfield. They took Denzel Ward. Yeah. Um, and they could have easily have traded back into the first round ahead of Baltimore and got Lamar Jackson. Oh, right? imagine, imagine that. that team. Lamar Jackson, Saquon e- Barkley. Imagine that. Miles Garrett and Bradley Chubb all on the same. You got two solid defensive linemen. You got a sick running back and a just absolutely beast MVP of a quarterback in Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I mean, Baker Mayfield's decent, but he's not Lamar Jackson. No. Oh, no. Not even close. uh, I like Baker Mayfield, but no. And and, the contract-wise, though, I can't – I wouldn't – I don't think the risk factor for me on Miles Garrett is too big. Yeah. Right? Because he might get suspended. He's already shown that he's kind of a knucklehead. Right. Yeah. Who takes people's helmets off? I mean, I've never seen that before. Oh no! Sure, a lot of people were like, "Whoa!" Yeah. You know, and used it as a weapon. He's yeah. he's honestly lucky <laughs> so, that they they only suspended him for the six games. Yeah. They yeah, easily yeah. could have suspended him for a couple of years. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple. I seasons. mean, considering a, a lot of guys, you know, the Ray Rice's and whatnot, who all had those violent incidents in their past Definitely. that kept them away from football. Yeah. Um, that easily could happen to him. And, you know, football is one of those sports. I mean, unless you're like a young buck, which Miles Garrett is. Yeah. But if you get removed from football for too long, you might not come back the same guy. Yeah, for sure. You know? And so it it makes a huge difference, bro, because, you know, but then again, at the same time, I also think that uh, the market has changed, contracts have changed, and the money – that is paid to players nowadays, the market dictates now yeah. that players, even mediocre ones, get paid a ton of cash. For sure, for sure. It's Players aren't getting paid the $1 million minimum no more. Oh, yeah, no, no, definitely. You got guys like Carson Wentz, yeah. uh, Jared Goff. I feel like the quarterbacks are just totally different. Uh, Joe Flacco. Joe yeah. Flacco got set precedent yeah. for getting paid as a quarterback. For what? Yeah, but I but quarterbacks in the NFL, that's I don't think you can comp- compare them to all the other players because they're so vital to a, a football team, right? A quarterback, right? true. So they get ridiculous money, like true. Look at Tannehill, right? True, Six but years. Joe Flacco, bro, he got yeah. paid like no, seven no. years, like a hundred and forty million. Yeah, I get it, I get it, but he came off like a Super Bowl win. Right? I, I mean, me. Super Bowl win or not? I mean, yeah. the, the Ravens got taken to uh, yeah, a, a Super Bowl by Trent Dilfer. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I agree. I said The following year, they traded him away. Yeah, they, you know what I mean? Trade him, they released him. It's, yeah. you know, that, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. But unfortunately, in today's contract era, it doesn't matter if you're a good Crazy quarterback money, or yeah. not. The money dictates, the market dictates that even the most mediocre quarterback yeah. is going to get paid over $100 million. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. You know, going back to what we talked about earlier, Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles. Everybody wants to know, is Mitch Trubisky going to get paid, especially after the Bears didn't pick up his fifth-year option? Yeah. And he has to prove himself right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually have more money invested in the four years that they gave Nick Foles. Yeah, per year. Than they do in Trubisky, who's been with the Bears, going to be his fifth season already. What does Nick Foles get per year? 
I think he's getting. I think the contract was like a four year, hundred and seventeen million or something like that. Four years, one seventeen to be a backup, huh? To be a backup. Jeez. I mean, if I was Trubisky, that would be telling me if I don't get it together, I don't have a job. Clarify that. And and Nick Foles isn't just your run of the mill backup quarterback. That guy has been to the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He played on a very dominant Eagles team that won it all. So they're getting money. They're getting value for their money that they're going to pay Nick Foles. Yeah. Did they, they got him. They just traded for him, right? And they had to give – did they give him a new contract or he had, they had to pick up the contract that Jackson – I believe they picked up some of the contract. That Jacksonville game. Yeah. You know? Um, so – Contracts are just crazy right now, man. Guys who we think probably don't deserve money are going to get paid. Guys who do deserve the money are really going to get yeah, paid. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Look at Patrick Mahomes, 500 million. You know? And I'm sorry, but I don't put Miles Garrett in the Mike Trout dollars. category. Like, no. to me, a guy like Mike Trout is so freaking awesome and so phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every well, penny that they paid him. He deserves it. Yeah, but he's going to give you the money back on your investment, right? Through jersey sales, through ticket sales. Yeah, because he fills the stadium. Yeah. Even, even though you guys aren't doing good right yeah, now, you're struggling. Yeah. But him he's going to fill the stadium. Him and show it. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Those, those guys are going to give you your return on your investment. Whereas, yeah. like, a Miles Garrett, the risk factor is is too high. Yeah. I, is is Miles Garrett for what they're paying him? Is he going to fill the stands? Are people going to go to games to watch Miles Garrett play so that they can afford that contract nah, they just gave him? But I think football is different from baseball, whereas you don't really the average fan doesn't go to see players in a football game. They go to see the team and they go to drink beer and be with uh, the true. friends, right? True, right? Whereas a baseball I mean, game, you're like it's more player oriented because it's like he's at bat right yeah he made the catch yeah right? whereas like oh they're on offense it's a run play there's a lot of dynamic there's blocking there's you know what i mean the quarterback yeah. has to hand the ball off yeah they're both team dynamic. sports but football is definitely more of a team sport yeah, yeah. than baseball baseball yeah. is a team sport it takes a team effort but there's a lot of individuality especially when it comes to pitching yeah pitching is about as most as solitary uh, yeah, position for sure on a team that you can yeah. play. I pitched, so I mean, I totally because know where you're coming from. You could have a pitcher who totally sucks, and he needs his team. Yeah, to be able to play good defense. Yeah. to save him. Yeah, or you can have a Kershaw that doesn't can just strike fourteen people out, or you a Degrom, a Kershaw. Yeah. You know, guys like that who are going to toss Scherzer's. Strike after strike after strike, and the defense kind of becomes irrelevant because yeah, of the fact that he's just fourteen Ks in one game. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. You know, uh, I guess we're gonna have to see where it goes. Uh, follow yeah. the season as soon as I football if they starts. Maybe we'll touch uh, on that on the next podcast too. Especially on a team like the Browns, because they should have been good last year and they weren't. So I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a good, it's a good first show. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm happy with it, man. I'm I'm. I think we covered a lot of ground. I think we're let a lot of people know about who we are and what we're yeah. about and what to expect from the show. You know, um, we're going to be covering a lot of different topics. We're going to try and do as much breaking news as we can. Um, but because of the fact that it's pre-recorded, um, 
So every time we publish it, it'll be a little what little. is breaking news could be a it day already, or two old. Yeah, it'll be. You know, but I think if we are passionate about what we do and we enjoy what we do. We keep it relevant. I think people are going to listen to us anyways. Yeah. People always love to listen to other people's Hopefully opinions. Hopefully, we get return listeners. Please subscribe. Um, um, which brings me to uh, a way to contact us. Uh, we're going to work on our social media. But for now, if you have any questions, if you have any ideas, if you want to be on the show, if you want to know what's going on with the uh, Double Down, you can get a hold of us at the Double Down at gmail.com. That is our email. The Double Down at gmail.com. Um, send us ideas. Send us, yeah, yeah. you know, if you have a story you want read online. Uh, that you want us to tell the listeners about if you have an opinion about anything yeah, whether we agree with it or don't send it to us we will make sure we read it on the air uh, we want it to be a fan participation show for sure we don't yeah. want you to just feel like you're just listeners listening to two guys we're talk trying to get a couple call-ins absolutely nice uh, we got some people that were that we've been thinking about lined up where um, we can hopefully get them on the show and you guys will be interested in listening um, but you know I'm, I'm Really want this to be a fan participation show. I want our listeners to feel like they can call us, they can yeah, talk to us, they can write to us, they can do whatever they need to do and share their opinions and thoughts uh, with us and, and so on and so forth. But uh, how are you feeling, man? Yeah, I feel great. It was a great. It was great. Uh, I feel like we're gonna get better. It's only gonna get better. Absolutely. Definitely stick with us. Don't don't give up on the first one. Oh no! Uh, it'll only no. get better. And uh, also. Uh, as time goes on and we start to get more popular and we start to get listeners, um, I'm going to be doing giveaways. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll be having things like first person to email with this or with that. We'll get a sure, t-shirt, yeah. a pen, yeah. uh, whatever uh, we can come up with. Uh, because like I said, I want that fan, fan participation there. I want people to keep listening. Um, we are going to be on Spotify and Anchor to start off with. Those are going to be our two uh, Spotify, platforms. Yeah. Um, you'll be able to hear us through our uh, Facebook pages. Yeah. Pages. Uh, the company that we use, Anchor, uh, they will let us uh, put the URL on Facebook so that you guys can listen to us. Uh, but if you got Spotify, uh, you can listen to us through Spotify. iTunes. If, uh, iTunes will come. Okay. Uh, Pocket Cast will come. Okay. Uh, Overdrive will come uh, as we get listeners. Perfect. Um, so yeah, listen to the show. Let us know what you guys think. What you guys feel. You know, uh, all feedback is welcome. All constructive criticism is welcome. If you feel like we need to talk about certain subjects, uh, whether they're touchy subjects or feel-good stories, whatever it may be, you know, hit us up, man. We're here for you guys. We want to hear from you guys. Um, so thank you very much. Yeah. want to thank you guys for listening to The Double Down, the show about sports life and everything nice, man. Have a great day, guys. I want to thank Todd for his first podcast and uh, you guys have a great day.